Hello everybody, it's what episode are we on? 13. 13 of Crit Apocalypse, we're on first episode 13, I'm Ant. Hello. No, you're, you're... I'm Matt. Yeah, you could say, I was hoping you'd just instantly get... No, it's energy, uh, isn't it? we yeah. got to be energetic. Energetic. Do this, energy! Oh, right. I'm so ready. So we're going to review things and stuff today, films, games, movies, TV, um, fungus, I don't know, anything, could be anything that we review. Yeah. And who knows what will happen, there might today, be school, there might not be. But today, oh. we're going to do something slightly different to begin with. Alright. Okay, so what we're going to do is, we're going to play a game, oh. because we're called Crit Apocalypse, we don't talk about the apocalypse, we should really talk about the apocalypse. I feel that's a burning question in everyone's mind, oh. what would we do during the apocalypse? And probably the answer won't be spill... Coke and rum everywhere. I just spilt my Morrison's Diet Cola and Morrison's Spiced Rum. We're not sponsored by Morrison's, but if they want to throw some money our way, some of that sweet podcast. Do money. that. Anyway, the game. Yeah, sorry. So the game is we're gonna. I'm gonna ask you question. I'm gonna ask you what the top five foods are to be taken on a journey into the apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah. According to the Secrets of Survival website, which is a website I just googled. Oh, I know that exists. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So. I need you to name a food that you will take on the apocalypse. You're saying I can't with... use my phone? No, you can't Google no. the fucking answer to the question. Don't. What is that? <laughs> Alright, so, what do you think the number one food is to take with you on the apocalypse? We're playing Family Fortunes here. We are playing Family Fortunes. Oh, we're playing a feud. Playing the feud. <laughs> well, so, number one, I would say baked beans. Oh, oh, baked beans is number two. Oh. But I'll give well, you that. That's still a point. That's is, still a yeah. point. Yeah. Alright, so one of the other top five foods, because fuck the numerical order now. Yeah. So top five foods to take with you in an apocalyptic situation are... Does it count drinks as well? No. No, just, just foods. foods. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, everything will go off, man. You want pro- you want stuff that's in tins and cans. Uh, uh. Canned carrots would be nice. Nah, that's that's still was included in beans in the yeah. in the district. Chocolate, that lasts a long no. time. Um... Well, meat's out of the question. Cause that yeah, meat's out of the question. Vegetables is just wrong. This is, I, I feel like this is meandering a little bit. Go on, there's... Crickets. Insects. <laughs> it's not on there. It's oh. not on there. But I will tell you that number one is canned fish. Canned fish? Oh, I'm not taking that. I'm going to stick with the baked beans. All right, so you've got beans as number two. All right, can you come up with any others? Um, corned beef or spam. That, again, we came up with meat being out of the question. But spam is not on here. It's spam is not on here. Um, what was Ashen's eaten recently? I, n- none of that, basically. <laughs> Century egg. <laughs> nope. Because that's closer to rotting than anything is. Yeah, but it's designed to last a long time. It's designed to do a lot of things that it fails at miserably. Um, let's see. One of those, like, make your own microwave nope. cakes? No. Nope. No. Pancakes? No. no. Oh. Booze? Show me booze? No. No. I don't know. <laughs> what is there? Okay, so number three is rice. Rice. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Number four is peanuts or peanut butter. Mm. High energy, high fat, high protein food. And number five is energy bars. Energy bars? Non-descriptive energy bars. Oh. So basically, what that's telling me is you die miserably in the wasteland trying to eat spam. And I'll be farting. Irradiated spam whilst the rad scorpions sting at your body. I'll be farting constantly from all the... You'll be dead. You'll be dead. You'll be dead long before it ever comes to us. You don't need to worry. So who gives a shit? Right, back to the energy. Energy! So I'm going first. Genki desu. What? I'm going first. Yeah. So because I'm going first and my first review is going to be Seventh Son, the movie starring Jeff Bridges and Julianne Moore and Ben Barnes. That was three three people and I said and in between each one. Don't know why. Because I've been drinking a little bit. I mean, if you had an Oxford comma after... I'm powered by rum. 
Anyway, so uh, Seventh Son. Yeah, so this is like our medieval podcast. This could be like the medieval beginning to our podcast. Oh, that's that freaking terrible looking 3D film. Yeah. Holy shit! Right before yeah. you get to that, you don't even. Can you guess the plot to this movie? Because I saw it, I was like, all right, this is just another fucking one of those. I saw the trailer. Jeff Bridges is an old warrior. Someone something to do with dragons. The whole film. Has someone got something to do with dragons? There's a bunch of dragons. Is in there it. a witch? All right, so I'm going to explain it to you now. Is the plot barbarian? No. The plot. I'm, it may spoil the film a little bit. Are you planning to see this film at any point? Fuck no. Jeff Bridges speaks like this the whole time. This <laughs> is amazing. That's I just can't do like that for more than five your seconds. Your opinion, man. Yeah, it's just he's just like imagine if uh, Walter Cockburn was in medieval England and had always been there. No. Anyway, so anyway, the plot of Seventh Son is the Seventh Son of the Seventh Son of a family that involves a witch has superpowers and is destined to fight demons. There are a bunch of Seventh Sons of Seventh Sons. There's a bunch of people that are overbreeding in medieval England and creating these super beings. Oh, so this is about Parliament. Yeah. These super beings then join Jeff Bridges because he's the last knight of a long line of knights who are Seventh Sons of Seventh Sons. And he goes around fighting monsters created by witches, in particularly a witch named Morgana, who's played by Julianne Moore. Morgana. Morgana. Could they be more un- unoriginal with the name of the Jesus? Well, guess who his original fucking little cadet guy is? Guess who plays him? I don't know who plays him. Who is in everything who's British and has long curly hair, like one of those little fucking surf people that you see in everything? Not surfers in surfing, as in like surfers in. Hello, master! Don't. Jamie Bell Kit Harrigan from Who? Game of Thrones oh him from uh, Pompeii which is another fucking shit piece of fucking I house. went to the real Pompeii it was better than the film I doubt it there was probably less volcanoes in the real Pompeii than there are in actual Pompeii the film that I watched and there was one there's a volcano in Pompeii is it still active? Well, no but it's there oh well there you go there was an active one in the film so it's just a hill if it's not active it's still more entertaining or a mountain I didn't have to watch something made by Paul W.S. Anderson <laughs> so it was better Mortal Kombat there was dicks on the walls anyway alright so Kit Harrigan plays his original surf he's killed by Morgana Jeff Bridges feels responsible because he was his best his best little fucking butt fucker his yeah. best little buddy so um, he gets angry and he goes and he finds Ben Barnes who's the seventh son of the seventh son turns out his mummy's a witch so he also has a little bit of magical powers in him Not and she gives him a special necklace that protects him she's like it'll protect you love don't you worry you go on your adventure it'll be fine so he's like, fuck it, yeah, cool, done. All right, and then he's bought by Jeff Bridges, and they go off on an adventure, and he's and he's basically taught by by Ben uh, by Jeff Bridges to to fight minorities and women. No, oh. because all the villains are women or black or Chinese people. Awesome. He doesn't fight a single white guy. <laughs> there's no, well, there's no, that's there's, logical. And they fight a rancor. <laughs> in exactly the same way as they kill a rancor in Star Wars he, he drops except, a gate on it he doesn't drop a gate on it it's, he, he drives a sword Wars. in the same no. part no. and then he, he's like and Jeffrey's like you would never killed one of them and he's like alright well fuck it have at thee and jumps on his back puts his sword in and it goes off a cliff and he's like oh you can't kill them all and I'm like no he hasn't he, he jumped on it with a sword mm. anyway I, uh, totally I went into good. this film expecting zero and I got change <laughs> it was fucking insane. It's just um, like the whole when bad bad religion made that prog rock album. They joked about sending ten thousand copies out and getting ten thousand and one back. 
just insane. Um, two things, two things that that were pretty pretty okay. There towards the end, there's a cat fight that becomes a cat dragon fight. Sweet, well, like a tiny little cat. <laughs> you know, it's just two women fighting each other who yeah. then just become dragons. Oh, like the end of Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah, yeah. like that. Um, and there's this really strange, pointless mythology building. I spelled it as mythology because I'm assuming I was doing crack at the time. But um, there's a strange mythology they're trying to build, like the whole seventh son of seven sons. No, what? Oh that wait, was... do they think there's going to be a sequel? I think so. Oh, that's cute. But uh, the, the whole thing, because he's at the end, he's like, he's like, I'm going to go off and be one of the killers now. Because Jeff Bridges is like, absolute. He doesn't speak like he's like, absolute. I'm good to go now, and he fucks off. And he's been Barnes, Ben Barnes, like, I'm ready, like that. And he goes off and he becomes one of the. And it's like, oh, I love you, witch lady, but I can't be with you because I murder witches. Oh, so, that's inconvenient. Um, yeah, so I went into it expecting absolutely nothing. And I was like, oh, look, it's Jeff Bridges and Julianne Moore. They're usually a sign of quality. <laughs> Fuck that. They're, they're, yeah. The Big Lebowski was a fluke now. Wait, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is... Yeah, yeah this is the, the first time they've acted together since the Big Lebowski. That oh, was a fluke. <laughs> no one's done this. No one's put those Any two Any point together. does she ask him if he enjoys his coitus? <laughs> no, but they were in love. Uh, and then, then he was like, oh, I can't be in love with you because I'm the seventh son of the seventh son and I've got to go and fucking kill witches. So I've got to go and marry a normal lady. And she's like, I'm going to kill your baby and I'm going to kill your wife because you just betrayed me. Made me feel like shit. So I need to teach you a fucking lesson. And uh, then she kills, and then he's like, oh, I'm going to track you down. And then at the end, there's this weird moment where, where she's like, could you still love me? And he's like, well, no, because you're evil. And I thought, well, you know, at least say to her, but I did love you. But no. Just fucking, she the the Ben Barnes comes in and just throws a knife at her. She no. kills her. She sets on fire. Like, um, like the end of Big Trouble. Demon Husu's in it. Digimon Houndy. <laughs> yeah, Demon Husu's in it. Yeah. And as always, he is when he's actually acting, and he's not a cat dragon monster man. Really, really, just he's got quite a stoic. He's always like he brings a, a level of like he brings like a like a levity to everything. It's like oh look, there's an actor. And he's not doing a silly voice. And, oh yeah, Ben Barnes is American for some reason. Isn't he? No. <laughs> and when I say levity, I mean he always acts according to where he's meant to be in the film. That's not levity. Levity's like comedic relief. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. It's kind of funny that he's in this crap movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, fine, all right, whatever. But, yeah, David Husu, he, uh, he's probably the best thing about it. That and uh, the fact it ends. That's Not good. briefly though. It's an hour and a half. No, it's an hour, two two hours. I think. Fuck. Yeah. I think the best thing a film can do sometimes is end. It's essentially Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> it's the first Star Wars film, but oh. with dragons. Yeah, well, so and... there's a lot of films that are essentially the first Star Wars film. Yeah. I mean, Star Wars is I mean, Hidden Fortress. Yeah. So. Or, or uh, Excalibur. Mm. There's a film, Excalibur. Yeah. That film kicks ass. Um, don't you get to see Patrick Stewart's cock? I can't remember. Yeah, you do, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I've put as plus points... Um, oh, no, sorry, i put as plus points the cat, dragon, fight, and strength. Oh, yeah, you wrote stuff mythology. down. As the bad points, i put Ganesh murder. They kill Ganesh. No. What, the Indian yeah. god? Okay. Yeah. That's going to upset some people. Possibly racist, yeah. because it, they only murder people of other races and or women. So, Fair racist enough. and sexist. Um, and uh, and it made me remember that Bref- Jeff Bridges used to be an actor. Yeah. And not just a senile old man told that an accent is the way forward. Yeah. Come on, boy! That's genuinely... It sounds just like that. In my head, I can just picture... When I, if I closed my eyes and made the noises and I could I could somehow disconnect from my jaw so I didn't feel myself doing it, I would just be like, oh, Jeff Bridges is in the room. 
from Seventh Son. <laughs> he's lost all interest now, hasn't he? He's he's not quite as bad as Bruce Willis or Harrison Ford. Yeah, uh, true. Yeah, I can't wait to see how. I think bored Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford is trying to kill himself. He just looks bored. He doesn't he? want to be alive anymore. Nah, crash plane. <laughs> did you watch? What was the film that he did where he's a TV anchor? TV wanker, more like. No, I don't know. Um, oh, that was a good film. Had uh, Rachel McAdams in it. <laughs> That's why it was a good film. Rachel McAdams. Rachel McBoneofhands. Um, so I give Seventh Son. What do you mean, Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Those elements used to work. But now when you see them on screen, you just wish that you didn't. You wish you hadn't seen it. Can't you wish that you could just remember it. Because I remember The Big Lebowski, and now it's tainted by cat, dragon, cunt fights. That enough. And that's not because they're women. That's because everyone in the film's a cunt to everyone else of other races. And I don't like that. Racism, out the way. No. Done. Let's get rid of it. Sexism, done. Get rid of it. I think Bruce Willis looks like he needs a nap. Bruce Willis is upset that he's still alive. Harrison Ford is actively trying to rectify the situation, whilst Bruce Willis is just like, I guess another day of being Bruce Willis. Yeah, I guess I'll make another Die Hard movie. The Cracked podcast brought up a good point. We're we're just quickly pushing Mm. them into this. They made a good point that um, that Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford is is just, you know, he's fine. He he was never meant to be an actor, and then he became an actor. Bruce Willis wanted to be a singer. Yeah. And then he became an actor, and he was like, maybe I can act enough to bring out an album. And they brought out an album that was awful. <laughs> and so he's had to continue acting. He's like, oh, God, I'm still Meanwhile, doing Steven Seagal, Jackie Chan, churning out He just wants to records. bring back Bruno. Yeah. Like, Singing along. <laughs> just like, oh, Bruce. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Seventh Son. Bruce Willis. Strongly shit. Yeah. So fucking bad. That just that time spent watching it could have been spent doing something better. I don't know. Not watching Seventh Son? Counting the paws on my asshole. Yeah, you could do that. It'd be fun. Get a mirror. Magnifying glass. Yeah. Yeah, probably better with a camera. Just a nice cam? HD camera, yeah. Let's go, we'll stream it later. Kids have better eyes than, than adults, don't they? Yeah. I should webcam a child <laughs> and show him my asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Let him count the paws. No, nothing bad can come that from that. That doesn't seem weird, does it? No, no. It's no that's fine. Dave Ranch. It's life hack. Yeah. <laughs> Freddie Star tells me to do it all the time. Yeah. Or at least he did before I turned 16. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Freddie Star. Who was he arrested this week? I don't care. There's another DJ. <laughs> it's just someone should just release the record. Someone should go rogue in the BBC. I can't remember who it was who got arrested. Dr. Fox. Oh, yeah. He's been, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's been done now. Anyway. My first review this week... Um, oh, you forgot we were doing that. Yeah, I'm going to review a mobile phone game I started playing the other day. Oh, God! Called Final Fantasy Record Keepers. I always said Record Breakers, like the Roy Castle show. Um, no, Record oh, Keepers. Oh, yeah. It's basically like... It's a free-to-play mobile phone game because I'm not going to pay for a mobile phone game because they're usually quite slight of content, aren't they? Or a mess. But this one's one of these ones where... Do you remember that Final Fantasy All the Bravest, which was just fucking despicable? Oh, yeah, yeah, the line of people. Digital. Yeah, and you just tap the screen and then yeah. another battle happens. Yeah. This one's like they've gone, right, we fucked up there. Let's see what we can do. And basically, the idea of the story is that you're trying to repair all Wait. the stories of Final Fantasy. There's a story. Yeah, there's a storyline to it. Are you sure? Yeah. Did you have to pay to read it? No, no, it's a, Holy yeah. shit. But no, it's basically. You're in a world where all the Final Fantasy games exist as stories and they're all kept in this big record room thing, but the stories hold the universe together somehow and something's come along and it's taking the stories away. Like, I don't know if people are forgetting them or something like that, Mm. but the idea is you play through old battles in the Final Fantasy games with like 16-bit style graphic characters and some of the classic characters turn up like you get Tidus and Squall and all this sort of stuff. Cloud. 
Yeah, in cloud. Yeah, and you play through the stories of the, each game. So, um, like, it seems to me like they haven't made it short either. Because I've done two chapters of Final Fantasy VII. It's still just the Mako React apart from the start. Yeah. But um, yeah, you basically just play through all these little adventures and stories, and you unlock all the different Final Fantasies as you go along. Mm. Like you unlock Final Fantasy X second, you get Tidus as a character. Um, there's a bit of depth to it in that, like um, any character you have, if you play with them or in the story that they come from. Yeah. So if you have Cloud in Final Fantasy VII, he's got boosted experience, boosted strength and all this sort of stuff, and it makes a difference. Yeah. I've got the feeling the game might start to rely on that. Um, it does have a stamina system, which is always a bit, yeah. But um, So you have to wait 24 hours before you can play again. Well, you have like, it's like a mana bar that goes down every time you have a fight, and you regain it gradually every few minutes. Yeah. But um, it, it, at first it seems really generous, but I've got a feeling the way it looks like every time you go through extra stages, it ramps up how much stamina you need. Mm. I think it'll get to the point where even when you get the boost to make your stamina bar bigger, it's not going to make that much of a difference. Is it made by Square Enix? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. definitely going to get worse. I think it's actually developed by DNA Corporation, you know, the ones who are doing the Nintendo games. Oh. But um, it's really nicely presented. Um, I can't find where the microtransactions are on there. I will find them eventually, <laughs> but they're there. That's um, when your stamina bar goes down it, you try and get into a battle and it's like, pay yeah. 99p! Yeah, but no! it, doesn't, it doesn't have a blatant, this is the store, buy stuff now type thing. Um, Do you think secretly you've been spending your money the whole time? Like They don't have an in-game no. currency? They've just, got, they've just got real money. No, no. You buy Gil. That's the only thing you buy. Um, and you use that to buy more stamina if you want to keep playing. But to be honest, um, I played for a fair while and I got quite a few stages done and like didn't run out of stamina in that time and it see it recharges over a few minutes so just one point at a time but it recharges so yeah how long are you going to play it for most people play a game like that when they're sat on the toilet or something like you know when you've got Bloody five minutes times. on a train or something Philistines. like that you're not going to play it for like an hour at a time are you it's no so yeah it's those uncultured Frankensteins yeah. out there but I quite like the idea the idea of you going back and you playing through old Final Fantasies and yeah. unlocking the characters got a nice little 16 bit retro art bit whimsy it's got all the music like when you go into the battles, it's got like the right music for that stage of the oh, game. Oh, cool! So I was playing the Mako Reactor bit, and it was doing the da 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 until you get into a battle, and there goes to generic yeah. battle music. When you beat the boss, it does. You know how the bosses died in Final Fantasy VII, where it had the really extended. Yeah. All the boss characters die like that. <laughs> but I was fighting the boss of the Final Fantasy X stage. It's the big tree root thing you fight at the start of the game. I killed him, but he had his minions, and the last minion I killed had the really extended death. <laughs> <laughs> so it went shh, I was like yeah I got it you're just a minion die but um, overall it's quite decent it's no WWE Supercard as far as great mobile phone <laughs> games go that which, lofty that yeah, lofty height which has been updated recently you've seen what they've done to it nope nope there's a new tier Wrestlemania tier yep. um, and you're going to start getting daily bonuses soon for logging in so more cards I can get some epic cards finally do you know like <laughs> do you ever think that, that all the games that we play now they sort of facilitate greed developing in the human race yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's all about just like getting you addicted. It's about yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy record keepers, record breakers. What are you giving it? Um, I don't know. Do I, when was the last time I scored something on here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I haven't done that for a long time. All right, I'll give it a, an almost WWE supercard, but it's not quite. It's better than all the bravest. It's certainly no All the Bravest, it's certainly no Dungeon Keeper, it's certainly no SimCity oh, Building. Keeper. That was a great yeah. game. No, not the mobile phone one. I'm <laughs> it's a decent Final Fantasy. For a Square Enix mobile phone game, it doesn't cost a ridiculous amount of money, Yeah, and it seems to be quite decent so far. Square Anus, sometimes they make a good game. Yeah, Square Anus do occasionally, yeah. yeah. Right, your review, numero two. Well, I had an exciting time this week because not only was Borderlands, the, the Handsome Jack collection released on Xbox One, but also... 
amazingly, Battlefield Hardline. Oh. Yeah, so Battlefield Hardline, for anyone who's not initiated you got on notes on game. Battlefield Hardline? Battlefield, not. Yeah, I've got notes on I've got notes on everything. plot. Except for Borderlands 2, because I've played it for so Still, oh, spoilers! I'm going to change that review now to someone else. I'm going to have to no, win you it. have to do ball actually. All right. Anyway, so um, Battlefield Hardline. It's basically cops and robbers. 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 Bang bang, bang cops and robbers. Yeah. Bang bang robbers with guns. Does it have Casey Tatum? No, it doesn't have Casey Tatum. Although oh. it does have that whoop whoop sound of police. I like the um, <laughs> the crazy reloads I've seen. Yeah, yeah there are it's like once every ten thousand. You yeah. don't really see those, and it's really disappointing because I thought it was going to happen every so often. Yeah, and that'd be really cool. But, no. but I like that's one thing that was bothering me when I was looking at it because the idea of glamorizing the militarization of police is a bit worrying. Mm. But then again, the whole glamorizing militarization of anything it's is something that the games do. But they seem to be having fun with it. Mm. Like I think they've got a sense of humor, which is something that the battlefield games have kind of lost since they ditched bad company. It seems. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so mm. so the plot is um, cops and robbers. And there's a there's a story mode. It's episodic, so it's treated like a TV series, um, which is all about um, trying to take down a drug dealer. <clears throat> and using lower tier drug dealers to try and get information so that you can find the person who's in charge and take them down and effectively rue the whole of the the drug dealer drug dealer industry to get rid of all of them. Um, you should do that. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. 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 Um, some of the things that have changed in this Battlefield 4, it's a lot smaller in scale, the multiplayer anyway. Yeah, the beta I played was weird because it was like chucking cars into environments that aren't big enough to me, but then some of the stages were right, like the way you use the cars... It, like you had car parks to drive around and stuff. They've got rid of the cars in the town. Have they? Yeah. You know the bank level? Yeah. Cars aren't there anymore. Oh, fair enough. Um, I had a helicopter on one of them. Like there's hardly any room yeah, to fly no, around. No vehicles. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, so what's happened is they've reduced down the size of the maps. They've got rid of a lot of the weapons that used to get on Battlefield 4, so you can't get rocket launchers as standard anymore. Um, that makes sense on a smaller scale. It also means that people aren't able to... to uh, what is the... People aren't... Uh, People aren't able to be as unsportsmanly as they yeah. used to be. The problem is that's still happening. That's not a fault of the game, but there are still a lot of people. Like yesterday, I was playing playing online, and I was I was trying really hard to get to this roof because there was a spot beacon, uh, not a spot beacon, a spawn beacon at the top of the roof. Yeah. So I had to go all the way around, climb this ladder, get to the top, and there's two members of my team that have stayed still the whole time, waiting for someone to spawn on that beacon, so they can just shoot people before they've even got into the game. And that really wound me up, so I just immediately took out the equipment. I was like, "This is this isn't how you, you play the game." Destroy spawn beacon, man. Yeah, well, it's not how you play the game. Like, they're the it's an enemy spawn beacon. If you're sitting around it, you're just waiting for the enemy to spawn and be shot, and then you'll complain about the exact same fucking thing happening next time you play. So just stop it now, and other people will stop because there's no yeah. point in it. What are you earning from doing that? It's not showing that you have any skill. It's showing that you're just a prick. Do they actually just appear on the spawn beacon now? Yeah. Then? Well, so that's the one. The oh no! Not the, you're thinking the spawn points. Yeah. Spawn beacon is the one you can lay down, so you can come back to it immediately. So you yeah. know, like if you're a sniper, you have a spawn beacon, like a mobile one. Yeah, but it doesn't spawn directly on it. It spawns you on the beacon. What in Hardline? Yeah. That's and on Battlefield Four. No, Battlefield Four, you put the spawn beacon down, and you'll spawn in the general area. So you don't. Oh, maybe the general place. area then. Yeah. It's within a couple of meters of the spawn beacon usually. Yeah, because the idea. I mean, originally the idea was um, on Bad Company, you drop the spawn beacon down, and you drop in. Like on a parachute. And oh, down. and then you go down. But, um, yeah, they took all that out. But that, but the idea was was that it's like it's supposed to spawn you in like within a ten meter radius or something like that. But it'll spawn. It tries to like certain amount of points. There's a whole bunch of spawn points on yeah. Bad Company, and it will pick them out in the nearby area. Yeah, but um, but, but yeah. So yeah. that's that's what two people were doing. I found that fucking insufferable. I don't understand the point of it. Mm. 
So I, I immediately shot it, and then they became disgruntled with me and started chasing me and like trying to fuck me up, basically. And because they were on my own t- my my team, I was like, "What are you doing?" See, clearly you don't understand the point of the game because you're shooting at your own teammates. Yeah, and you're not earning any points. You're not taking. We were playing Conquest. I can't stand people who play Battlefield like that. Ones who play knife only servers on yeah. Battlefield. Just like, what's the fuck you? Like, um, but um, but that's why they that, changed. Knowledge. That's that's not the fault of the game. That's the fault of people that play the game, and that's so sadly something that you'll see in all games. Like yeah. Gamergate has proven to me already that I'm not within my own company when I'm talking to people. It's a lot of the time there are going to be aggressive human beings out there that you know they they don't know how to facilitate their emotions in a way that they can argue something. Instead, they just get angry and start you know lashing out of everything, um, lashing out at everything. Sorry, mm. um, but uh, but yeah, I found it was uh, it was a plus to have music in the cars. That's a nice touch. It makes it seem a little bit more uh, fun. Yeah. Makes it seem a little bit silly. Um, also, it's very kinetic. A lot of movement, a lot of movement, and a lot of running. Less of this stuck in one place. You've got to move because your your health goes down quicker. Everything happens quicker. The vehicles. You, if you're in a vehicle, you can't just stop and wait for your mates to jump in. You have to be moving because if you don't, someone can shoot through the glass and shoot you in the head. They're not armored vehicles anymore, so they have bulletproof glass, which is great. Because mm. I hated that about the old battlefields. If you if you hadn't spawned in the right class and you were sitting there and someone had a tank and they were just sitting at a spawn point waiting for people to come, or they were spitting it, sitting at a um, people need to be better point. at taking out tanks, man. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, if you come in as a sniper, you've got C4. But if you come in as someone who's just a heavy machine gunner, your machine gun does nothing, and you don't really have any other weapons you can use. I just need to have a drill, and I'm taking tanks. Yeah, out. but you don't have a drill as the as the heavy machine gunner. It's the engineer. The engineer's yeah. a light character. Yeah, but that's that's, but that's it. Um, spawning is still frustrating, even without spawn beacons. When you spawn, I, I you know, on my um, on my Xbox Live, I've done so many videos of me just being. Immediately caught by someone and shot. Upload them to your YouTube's man. I've got. Them, I can upload them all to YouTube. You if should you're do. Involved. You should upload all your videos to YouTube. Should do. Um, I've got loads of loads of stuff of where um, I've I've killed someone. Someone spawned immediately where that person's died, and then I've shot them. I don't think that if you're if you're being shot out, or if there's someone yeah. within fifteen meters of you, you shouldn't be able to spawn on that area. Because it's just it makes it difficult for people who are playing. But anyway, I did like I had situations where I went to shoot a guy on battlefield and someone spawned on them directly yeah. in front of my bullets as I started shooting, killed them, and then the other guy had time to turn around and shoot me while I was reloading. Yeah. <laughs> um, and another side note, um, something that I noticed when you're playing heist mode, playing as the cops, zero fun. Yeah. It's really zero fun because it's nigh on impossible to to retrieve something when you retrieve when your retrieval process takes fifteen to twenty seconds. And they just need to run over and it. They to try grab it. to um, copy Payday and something and make yeah. it a bit more complex. And yeah, basically, you know, in Payday where you where you you press X and you grab something, and when you've grabbed it, you've got it. Yeah. If someone revives you, you've still got it, and you just run. If you drop it, you have to hold the X button. If the police see it, they have to hold the X button to take it as, it as evidence. It's basically that, but instead of the robbers having to press X if it's dropped, they just need to run over it and they can pick it up again. Yeah. So it's just an unfair advantage. It's difficult. You know, it makes the whole game harder. Yeah. But I understand when you're at a disadvantage because you're exposing yourself to get a target, it's hard to have a compromise in that area. But it's just something that needs to be looked at. But I mean, other than that, um, the game's really good. It's much better than 4 straight from the off, which is nice. It actually works. That's, Started up. That's a good benefit if a game Started up, works. yeah. That's, that's, new, that's rare. How weird is it that we're now praising a game for just fucking working? But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'd recommend it. My friends didn't enjoy it as much. Well, one of them doesn't enjoy it very much. Doesn't like the fact that it's a little bit more restricted. There's less weapons. There's less, less options. Less maps. There's only nine maps. 
So I've got no interest in the single player. I just want to play the multiplayer. On single player is actually all right. I've been yeah. enjoying it so far. I'm only on episode two. Um, I've heard it goes batshit insane towards the end. And yeah, last two episodes plot. are apparently just shit. But um, yeah. I'm still going to play all the way through. Because um, you can go through the whole game just arresting everyone, can't you? Yeah, you don't need to shoot yeah. anyone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So far, it's enjoyable. I'd give it a. I'd give it a Nick. No, not Nicholas Cage. I would give it a Keanu Reeves. Mm. Um, it's not always going to be. Why? It's not always going to be exactly what you expected. But sometimes it will shock you and it will give you some absolutely excellent, excellent stuff. You actually really enjoy it. And there will always be those memorable moments. Bill and Ted. The <laughs> Matrix. John Wick for a new Babes one. in Toyland. Babes in Toyland. Um, yeah, so there will always be those memorable moments you have. and Especially when you're hanging out with your friends and you're, you're playing. It's great. Um, yeah, Battlefield has greatly improved if you've got a squad of your friends. Yeah. yeah you can actually... You know on Battlefield 4, I never actually play with any of my friends. Because if you spawned and you're in a party... It would put you on opposite teams. Yeah. But on the new one, you're in the same team. Just little things, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Just technology. It's come dice a long don't way. screw that up when they bring out Star Wars Battlefront. Star Wars Battlefront's probably going to be really... Which I'm convinced is going to get renamed Star Wars Battlefield still. You reckon? Yeah. Battlefield Star Wars? Yeah. Do you reckon they'll wait another year to bring it out? No, it's coming out end of the next year anyway, isn't it? They say it's going to be a way off anyway. Uh, They've also got that one... Um, what is it? that? What's her face from... Naughty Dog is making, isn't it? Amy Hecker, Amy Henning is making a Star Wars game. Oh, she? Yeah, which would be interesting. Why didn't they make that Star Wars game that I saw that looked really awesome? The one where you're like a bounty hunter and you have to go into the... Oh, because that was the whole Disney brought them out and decided they didn't want to fund that game anymore. Oh. Yeah, Disney cancelled it. Like it was it. nearly done. But it was, that was just the one preview section. That's a vertical slice, that. That's when they would have taken one section they did and they cleaned it up no end and did a video. But um, yeah, they shut down LucasArts, didn't they? So they were like, we don't want to fund this anymore, so... I was really looking forward to that. Yeah. Because I like the idea. It sounds like a video game version of The Raid. <laughs> there was a Star Wars Bounty Hunter game years ago. Yeah, I remember. The one with we Django played Fett. Boba Fett. It's Django, don't Django you? Fett. Yeah, it wasn't very good. What's the difference? Yeah, it was terrible. Django and Boba? Yeah. One of them wears blue. Oh. One I of them that, that game still was just, had his head. I remember that game. Thing. That was just a reskinned version of From Russia With Love starring Sean Connery. You remember the <laughs> Probably, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was just a reskinned version of that. That's a decent game, that. It's awful. <laughs> everything or nothing is a great game. Yeah, everything or nothing. I really should do that video. Everything I've got or the nothing. Entire... Everything or nothing. Is... I recorded the entire game. I played through the entire thing, recorded the oh, entire lot me, of it, yeah. and I never made the video I was going to make of that. Do you know what everything or nothing gets? In my opinion, everything or nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to get Tom Atkins. Yeah, oh, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Right. You know what that's going to do? Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Right, should I review something? Yeah, go for it. Go mad. Um, I'm going to review um, Kimmy Schmidt um, the new Netflix series I watched that yeah shit we've actually watched something at the same time yeah. I oh, watched it high five I got bored waiting. audio high five <laughs> I got that peaked it shit um, I got <laughs> bored waiting for a video that was an hour long and 60 frames per second to render so I just sat and watched a prequel Kimmy Schmidt the entire show while it was rendering because I don't render my 60 frames per second videos at a low bit rate this is like 50 megasecond and it, yeah it takes a long time um, it takes really? me like two and a half hours to do a half hour one we demand quality but um, yeah I sat there and watched the entire day on Breakable Kimmy Schmidt and it's pretty decent <laughs> I really liked it um, it feels a lot like uh... it's 30 Rock it's the same writers same crew, not the same cast, but um, it's brilliant. Like, I enjoyed it. The basic storyline is is that Kimmy Schmidt is someone who lived in a was in a cult and was kept underground in a bunker for fifteen years by um, a Reverend what's his name? Who's John Ham? Yeah, Reverend John Ham. Um, 
who's recently got out of Alcoholics Anonymous. Well done, John. Um, I, I don't understand why that's news. I know, because I thought he did that every week anyway. Like, well, no, it's not that. I just think John Hamm, he doesn't seem like a celebrity. He's a nice guy who's never in the news for anything bad. Hmm. He's married. He's happily married. He has a career in films and pictures, and he does loads of podcasts and comedy stuff. And most people would just should just leave him alone. I really understand. Yeah. I understand the point of sensi- like sensationalizing people that are like, look at me. But John Hamm's just a quiet, nice guy. I think he deserves his right to be left alone. What's My favorite thing point? he ever said was when he said, um, "What's wrong with the world today when we just like we detest excellence? Why can't we praise excellence?" In uh, <laughs> in um, Doug Loves Movies, another podcast that I listened to, mm. he. Uh, he made the joke that, um, well, Doug Benson made the joke, um, AIDS, uh, they were talking about AIDS and they said AIDS in Philadelphia, it was, it was, uh, it originated. And then John Hamm came back and said, no, it was perfected. (laughs) 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 I I pissed myself laughing on a public transport system that just, uh, scared everyone around me. Just shut up. (laughs) AIDS. I was like, ha ha, diseases. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt does a lot of the same stuff that uh, 30 Rock did, taking stereotypes. I'm, I'm not having any more of that. <laughs> um, it, Morrison's cheap-ass rum. <laughs> Look, right, it's fueling our podcast. They might put more in later. Energy! Um, Energy rum! Yeah. It does a load of stuff that 30 Rock did, like, um, you know, taking stereotypes and at first maybe seeming offensive with the stereotype and really overly basic, but then sort of messing and toying with the stereotype and also kind of just loving that character in the end. Um, like uh, her roommate is like the most flamboyantly gay, ridiculous black man you can imagine. <laughs> He's beautifully flamboyant, yeah. and you could say that's a stereotype, and it might be negative. But the thing is, I, like last weekend at my mate's party, I spent the evening talking to one a guy just like that. <laughs> one of them. So you were about to say one of them. <laughs> yeah, homophobe. Yeah, one of them super flamboyant types. <sighs> Apparently, I'm quite hunky. <laughs> <laughs> Did you fuck him? No, no, he fell asleep. So, no. <laughs> did you consider it? No. <laughs> did no. you see him and be like, he's a sleepy one? No, no, there's no chicks there. That's he the probably thing, poops logs anyway. <laughs> Real. <laughs> but, um, there's a really good cast in Unbreakable Kitchen. The lovely running gag that I spotted in the first episode, I started laughing at it, and then gradually they started pointing it out is everyone offering bottles of water to everyone. Yeah. I find that funny, but then gradually it just becomes this thing. I love the first episode where she goes, Would you like a bottle of water? She's like, Oh, no, thank you. She just chucks it in the bin. Yeah. She got a cupboard full of water. She chucks it. Yeah. I, um, I really enjoyed it. The teenage daughter in it was quite cool. She looks really familiar, but I was checking her IMDb and she's not been anything I've seen. But she seems really like... She's been in my dreams. Yeah. But um, it's just brilliant funny. It's got a lot of the 30 Rock humour. A lot of the same sort of style. A lot of the segues and the asides and little jokes that build later and all this sort of stuff. What's her face, the girl in it? I can't remember who plays Kimmy Schmidt. can't remember her name. But she was good. She's she's very cute as well. Yeah. Incredibly cute. Um, yeah, I really liked it. One aspect that I loved, that um, the question that everybody asks in those situations is, you know, that, that they were they like under hushed hush breath. They're just like, were they abused? There was and like, she goes, and, weird and, sex stuff. Yeah. 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 And the question was, question was, I have one question about it. Yes, there was weird sex stuff. <laughs> and then it's never brought up again. Yeah. It's great, because they don't need to make a joke out of it beyond that point. It's just like, yes, there was weird sex stuff. Because that's the question that everybody would have asked in the <laughs> yeah. first episode. Yeah. And they just answer it straight away. It's what I quite liked is, um, I, how many straight white males are in the show? <laughs> There's like three, isn't there? Two. No, because you've got the two guys who both fancy Kimmy. Yeah. And the Reverend. 
We well, no, the one. Reverend and the guy that fancies Kimmy. Oh, yeah, no. And the other one. Yeah, because the first six episodes felt like a different series. Yeah. They felt like two different two series of the same the same program. Yeah. Because the first one, they had the brown head guy, and then the second half, they had that guy from Date Movie that I want to stab in the eyes of my dick because I yeah. fucking hate him. He's gone now. Cunt. I think it's just going to keep cycling through different love interests for it. What about... But um, they've got a second series being Who is the other guy? Uh, Chang? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not white. I'm talking about, like... Oh, yeah. Your typical, yeah, like, no, main no. character from every show... Chandler Ross Joey, like your straight white males, but um, yeah, it's interesting. Really nice diverse character. Friggin' what's her face? I can never remember her name because I'm terrible. The one who's the landlord. Oh, I thought that yeah. was. Um, I thought that was. Um... No, she's Penguin's mum in Gotham. Yeah, she is. But I thought that... she's. Um... I thought she was. Uh, who sang the theme tune for the Goonies? <laughs> um, Cindy Lauper. I thought it was Cindy Lauper. No. At no. first, I thought it was Cindy Lauper. Um, hold on a sec. I'm gonna find out what her name was because. Good enough for you. Ellie Kemper was Kimmy Schmidt, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and she's in... Uh, the Office. Bridesmaids. And The Office, yeah. She's in the... Oh, yeah, so she is. She's... Uh, yeah. Oh, they have that great conversation on the plane. Because I feel used up. I feel low. No! No! Carol Kane. There Carol you go. Kane. Who... Is she good-looking in her youth? She seems like she might be Yeah, wasn't she... Me. Yeah, she was in um, Janine Ghost. in Ghostbusters, wasn't she? Was she? Yeah. Back in the day. Go, 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 go. Yeah, she's IMDb. Got, she's always IMDb. got amazing names. IMDb, quickly. I'm on IMDb. You've got to be as quick as possible because this is live. People are waiting for the answers. Or they're skipping this section altogether. They're probably skipping it. They're never going to see Oh, it. she was the ghost of Christmas present in she Scrooge. She was. She was the fairy lady yeah. in Scrooge. Valerie and Princess Bride. That's one of my favorite. What? Princess Bride? Yeah. <laughs> Loopy in Trans- Transylvania 6 5000. There's a. Oh, film. God. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> No, no, it wasn't Ghostbusters, finest. was it? No. But um, yeah, from Princess Bride. Ooh, who am I going Brandon Russell. What's that? You liked one of my YouTube videos, Grand Theft Auto 5 Part 4. That's that's an old video, Bran. Alright, stop name Thanks dropping. That. Stop name dropping. Bran plays games, give his channel a check. Alright, anyway. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Really good. It was unbreakable. They're your lives, damn it. Them females are strong and tough. And hard. Yeah. Great theme um, tune. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice auto tune theme tune. Yeah, I know. And I, what I liked is they took that from an actual scene. They didn't just have someone. Yeah. Have someone. And the guy comes back at the end. Yeah. And it's and like, he's like he's like listen. <laughs> he's like he's a normal guy in yeah. the end. He's not just some weird drugged up hobo. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to be on the news. Here's my chance to get auto tune famous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we got a rapist up here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, no. It's uh, I was really really surprised. I would say that it's at the very least it's on par with the worst series of. 30 Rock, which is like yeah. series 6. I've still not finished what 30 Rock. I forgot what I got up to. So I don't know where to carry on from a Netflix. How many series were there of 30 Rock? Seven, I think. Yeah, series or 6. six. Yeah. Series but I got, to, I got to... It was the last series I was on, and I lost where I was, and I don't want to jump in and find I'm watching the same episode. So I'm thinking, I should just start watching from the beginning. Yeah, I reckon yeah. you should You should power through it. You should power through Parks and Recreation soon as well, because that's yes. recently ended. Great series. Yeah, One of my that. all-time favourite series. I think if I start watching it now on Netflix, it'll be dumb. The new series will be on there by the time I catch yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, it should be on there soon, actually, because Netflix has got really good in America at updating content. Whilst in the UK, I think it's powered by hamsters. Yeah, at least we get better Call Saul with you. It's got better in the UK. What, better? Yeah, well, they've got like a page and a half of anime now. They used to have two anime films. I don't judge my streaming services by <laughs> anime alone. Oh. Um, okay. well, Attack on Titan. That's Attack good. on Titan, indeed. Da, 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 That's something da, da, that happened. Da, da. All right, so I just reviewed Battlefield Hardline. So now I am going to review two things in one. 
Oh, so is that going to count as your third and fourth review? No, it's going to count as oh, one okay. review because it's pretty much the same. Is thing. your two things in one Borderlands Hanson collection? No, no. My two things in one this week are Levi- Leviathan oh. and the thing. Oh, Leviathan is that film? Trish now. Yeah. Anyway, Leviathan is a film from 1986 starring oh, Peter Weller and Ernie Hudson. It is the it is the story of a group of American submarine people that go deep down into the ocean and discover a Russian sub. In doing so, Daniel Stern, famed as the one fifty sorry, the other guy next to Joe Pesci in Home Alone, finds a bottle of vodka after drinking the mysterious oh, content. Shit, Richard Krenner's in it. Yep. After drinking the mysterious contents, they find that there is a mutagen inside, and the car the cast and crew are slowly turned into monsters in front of Robocop's very eyes. It is very, very much influenced by The Thing, which is a similar film. Instead of mutagen, you have aliens, and instead of becoming monsters, you have becoming several monsters. It's a very, very good movie. Both films have their credit, including some very imaginative special effects. Mm. On behalf of Leviathan, you have a Cthulhu-type monster that slowly develops as the story goes on. In one fantastic scene, two bodies begin merging soon after death into one entity. Questioned by the crew, the they decide... Richard Krenner died? They decide to get rid of that. them. Which one's Richard Krenner? Him, moustache. Oh, it's the Doctor. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. On discovering what's happening, they decide to take the take the bodies and flush them from the vessel to avoid further contamination. But sadly, the butler from Princess <laughs> Brides he gets scratched butler. and infected. So they have to continue on their journey, not knowing who is possibly infected and who isn't. No. Oh. It's great. It's a really good film. It's um. It's not got a lot of tension, and Ernie Hudson for some reason dies in the last scene I'm not going to spoil the last scene but Ernie Hudson makes it to the end and you want him to survive there's a great scene actually he can't. Where, um, he's not allowed to racist there's a great scene Ernie Hudson is essentially the voice of everyone who's watching the movie and there's a scene at the end where they've just seen monsters they've seen their crewmates become monsters and fucking just tear the shit out of someone and the awesome. woman on the they've got like a video phone and they're talking to the service and the woman's like, the woman's like okay so we're not going to be able to get a crew to you for the next 24 hours, because... No, sorry, 72 hours, because there's a hurricane currently going over your over your area. So we're not going to be able to get anyone out to you. A hurricane? And, a hurricane, sorry. And Ernie Hudson... <laughs> no, and she goes, and she no goes, I'm going with hurricane. Hurricane. We've got a film here. This is in a horror film. Dude, we've got a, it's a we've hurricane. Got a film, we've got a film, hurricane. Freddy Krueger, Mike Myers, Trapped in a Hurricane. Sci-Fi Channel, get on to us. All right, anyway. But um, Ernie Hudson... Ernie Hudson is the voice of the people, because this woman's like, 72 hours, you're going to be trapped under there. There is nothing we can do about this. But we, we recommend you get some rest. We understand it's stressful. We recommend you get some rest. And Ernie Hudson goes, Bitch, does it look like I'm going to be sleeping? <laughs> what the fuck? Do you feel like sleeping? <laughs> like that. that was like, amazing. It was just brilliant. Good old Ernie Hudson. <laughs> and then the video, after the video is turned off, he's like, Fuck it. She said, let's get a nap. So we might as well sleep. <laughs> it's, it's just brilliant. It's like, yes. Um, but yeah, Peter Weller's in it. And he's he's charismatic as he's ever been when not playing a robot which is not very um, but yeah no, it's a really weird little gem I hadn't heard about it before I found it on a website I was like I've got to watch this it was compared to the thing um, and it, it really lives up to that comparison great weird gooey special effects really nice environment shots it's got it establishes everything everything works there's a little bit of sympathy for some of the people that transform it's not just all oh they're immediately monsters it's like oh god they're going through this thing they don't know what's happening they know why it's happening they they regret that but there's nothing they can do about it and you have to just watch them change or transform and die oh. um, there's a couple of scenes with suicide and they're really really nicely treated nothing is done in a way that's just schlocky mm. 
it's done in a way that feels quite nice and complete. Is um, it as good as um, Virus starring Jamie Lee Curtis? I like the way you've looked at my notes. I didn't look at your notes. Oh, right, because it's comparable to Virus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my favourite bit of Virus is animatronic Rob Donald Sutherland. That's my favourite bit. <laughs> Come on now, Hedgen. <laughs> There's no reason to be unhappy. They're going to make us immortal. Why haven't I reviewed that on Film Dump yet? I don't know. We should both do it. Should we do a video review for Virus? That film has merit. It's a good film. It's like ship. It. It has it's got um, it's got um, Cliff Curtis in it. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a horror film. It's a really well made horror film. In compared in comparison to the thing, I mean, it's not got the budget. It's not got the imagination. But that's because John Carpenter was, well, it still is. He is something beyond what what we know of the was. World. I mean, not so much now. No. Not so much now. But when you watch films like Master of Darkness, it's weird how he stopped making films just before Escape from LA was due to come out, isn't it? Yeah. In the Mouth of Madness. You know, all those films are great and they, they do horror well. Because so many films nowadays, it's like, oh, the reason the Japanese ghost is after us is because someone took our chocolates when she was eight and she's really unhappy about it. Speaking of which, they're doing a prequel to Ring. <gasps> I've already seen then, Ring at But zero. back then, <laughs> evil was evil. Like, yeah. if you had a monster, this monster didn't know rhyme or reason. You weren't going to give it back a fucking Thornton's box set and it was going to be fine. It was always going to be a case of you fight as hard as you can and sometimes you lose. Sometimes everyone dies because sometimes there's nothing, no light can push back against the fucking formidable darkness you experience. And that is something that's severely lacking in horror nowadays. Like you've got the jump scare ending for horror. Mm. Fuck that. You want In the Mouth of Madness, you want you want Sam Neill walking out of his cell, and it's already happened. The jump scare's happened 400,000 fucking times in one city. No one is left. And but Sam like the Neil... end of friggin' the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. No? What? Have you seen a remake? No, I, I, I've seen it, I don't remember. Where it gets the end and she looks in the mirror and Freddy comes bursting through the mirror and the yeah, film ends. Like, Fuck that shit. That's not horror. That's not like it used to no. be. It used to be that by the time you saw what happened, it was already too late. Yeah. Like and there were films about the apocalypse happening and it already being fucked. Look at Night of the Comet. That film ends with only three people left on the Earth, and unless they have like some sort of intergalactic space dust orgy, they aren't <laughs> going to repopulate the Earth. And then even if they do, their babies going to be fucking babies that are their fucking babies. You know, it's just you'll have a royal family in no time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but it's really nice. It's really nice to have that foreboding. And then at the end, they do end with hope. They are like it's either you win or you lose in eighties horror. There's no jump scare. And if there is a jump scare, it's those schlocky 80s. Was it no one else Zombie 2 that ends with them getting back to the city? And, and it's just full LA. Yeah. LA is full of zombies. They've got part yeah. of the Golden Gate Bridge is cordoned off and they've got the cars tipped yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah, one of the it. reasons I freaking love those Italian horror films, man. But you remember Army of Darkness? The, en- the ending yeah. that they originally wanted, no one liked. Where yeah. it turns out Ash has gone too far and everyone's fucked. That was great. Original but- ending for Little Shop of Horrors, man. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's terrifying. Yeah. Brilliantly terrifying. That's restored on the Blu-ray version. I know it's, it is. I know yeah. it's. Yeah. I need to get the that. Um, the one that's got the uh, the profile picture of them both. Mm. Uh, no, no, it's not the profile picture. It's the it's the headshot, isn't it? And he's just holding the yeah yeah the special edition. Um, but yeah, no Leviathan. It's a little bit of a hidden gem. You can pick up for about ten pounds right now. Um, if I was going to rate it, I'd say it goes in my top ten films that no one else knows about, or if people do know about, they're living in basements and not talking to people. Um, <laughs> it goes right next to Monster Squad and fucking Night of the Creeps. I love it. It's brilliant. It's Sweet. Great. Um, and I would give it a very solid Tom Atkins that's two things that I've got Tom Atkins this week um, seek it out give it a go it's really weird to see Daniel Stern yeah he skinny. did serious movies and stuff skinny Stern before Home Alone 
No, before uh, what was the film where he Six was Slickers? No, the one where he led the the scout troop in the woods. Do you remember? No. He basically played <laughs> a con a good artist. Idea? He be- he became he played a con artist who became the leader of a scout troop. Oh. To that try and escape like the Bernie's police. Ghost camping. Yeah. <laughs> to escape the police and yeah. then he ended up he ended up bonding with the kids and decided to set himself in there like, Oh, we're never rid of you, man And he was like, Oh, see? Stealing ain't easy. Anyway. Yeah, so yeah, Tom Atkins. Fun. I'm gonna go big on the next review because I haven't played a massive amount of it yet. But I'm gonna do Pillars of Eternity. Which was released on the internet two days ago. Um, it's Obsidian's new RPG, Rupperger, um, which they funded on Kickstarter. I backed it for $25, whatever $25 is in human money. What is that in pounds? About 16 quid? Uh, 1785. Yeah. Jesus, I saved some money because it's 35 quid on Steam. But um, I played about like four hours of it so far, Not, ma- not barely scratching the surface on this game. If you look at the Steam achievement stats, like no one has finished it yet. Like there's a ton of achievements that are still on zero point zero percent. So no one's no one's cracking. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a big old game. It seems like um, I got an achievement for um, making a, an adventurer, which you can do like when you get to the first major town in the game. But um, friggin', that's like three hours into the game, and not only like fifteen percent of people have made this first adventure. Um, but it's really good. It looks brilliant. It, if you've ever played stuff like Baldur's Gate, Planescape Torment, um, any of those Dungeons and Dragons or Infinity Engine RPGs from years ago, like Morrowind. Well, it's it's a top down, it's isometric oh, it's sort down. of view. Yeah, um, character creation is brilliant on it. Like there's loads of depth on there. It's not one of those ones where you're going in modifying the faces. No point because your character's like an inch high on the screen. But it's all about like what all your classes and your background and your history and your backstory is and all this sort of stuff. It's literally like you're creating a Dungeons and Dragons character. Yeah. Like you're going to go do a role play. But um, combat is brutally difficult. At first it seems like you can just walk up to stuff and hack them. Um, soon turns out you can't. Soon turns out once you get casters in your team or anyone who can't take more than a punch, you're going to really have to think about where they're standing. <laughs> you're going to have to micromanage the shit out of them. As I found out last night, as a bunch of my guys almost died. So does it do the thing that Baldur's Gate used to do where it just has people come out of the, the background and they just come after you? Or do you go into a combat screen? You'll walk forward and it'll um, the game will pause and that's when you've, when you've encountered something, oh, okay. an enemy. Like Fallout. Yeah, so the game will pause, and you can you can pause the game any time. You can set up an automatic pause point, so when you're doing certain things, like if you want to cast a move, so if you click on a port, someone's portrait, it could automatically pause there. You can do all sorts. Um, slow motion's well handy to give you an idea of seeing what's going on where. Okay. Um, but you have to think about the positioning of your characters. Like even if you you can set up formations for your characters, and it's really complex. There's like a a six by six grid, mm. and you only have six people in your squad. So you can in your party. So it's quite a complex grid that you can set up where your characters go. You can set up like all sorts of complex shapes, and your characters will run along in that order. Um, but you really have to think about where they're going to stand. So you might have to start taking them out of that group and moving them around the back behind someone to hit. Yeah. Um, I got a bard last night. He sits there singing songs as you're going. Um, it's <laughs> brilliant. But I love that. I love bards. You always want bards in a game. There's but, a little bit of a. It was like it was like a solemn moment for a yeah. second. There, I was like, I got a bard last how- night. No, no, no. <laughs> How the hell has World of Warcraft not got a bard class yet? Like, they did monks. Give us bards. I want a bard in World of Warcraft. I don't play World of Warcraft. Ugh. I've never played World of Warcraft. You, you know, You know why? Why? Because I don't have all that time. All that time <laughs> up in my junk. You can get through quite a lot of it quite quickly now. Yeah, but, you know, there's no story to it. There is. No, yeah, but... Especially when you get on the later content. Like, it's gone full-blown story. There's a video to begin with, and then there's written text... 
Yeah, but when you get into the later, when you get into the, um, the later download contents, they went overboard. There's like full blown sequences that are all playing out as you're going through. it. You'll take part in huge battles. But that and... shouldn't be the case because then you're paying yeah. to watch something. No, no, you're taking part in the battle. You're you're doing stuff. Oh right, so yeah, there isn't story, and you get the odd cutscene. Cut you get the odd cutscene here and there, but when the cutscene triggers, it's usually because whatever you've just done has changed the entire world. So from that point onwards, your world's going to look different. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no, I'm not interested. Warcraft that. gets really complex. After Warcraft. Yeah. Warcraft sounds like shit. But to yeah. Me. Um, but like, there are the there are the sort of MMOs that I've been interested in. Like, I played uh, Super Pants, the DC one. Super Pants. Oh, yeah. DC Universe. There you go. That's actually really good. I really like that. Okay, yeah. Because like from the off, you're like, okay, so what do I want to be? I want to be a speedster. Can I run up a building? Oh, I did a speedster. I can run up a building. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, woo! Now I got super pets. But in Modern Warcraft, you're like, I guess I'm going to take on some wolves. Yeah. I like the DC Universe was good. But, um. But yeah. instantly, Marvel Super Pillars of Eternity, DC. I'd say, like, from the, about four hours or so I've played a bit, don't put it on normal difficulty if you've not, if you haven't played one of these games for a long time. No. Oh, too hard. Because it's, yeah, it's brutal. That's the first um, time I've heard that about any game. It's got permadeath. Really? <laughs> yeah. If you play I on normal, it. permadeath has a little bit of a caveat where if your character dies, he's maimed. So he'll be weaker than before, but he'll still be alive. So you've got a second chance, but he'll be weak and fucked. And if he dies again, he'll... He'll That's it, gone. Like, and you're once your main character, you can't, you can't kill your character. This sounds also. like Dark Souls. I like this. But um, yeah, it's very much a traditional old-fashioned RPG. The UI looks like an old RPG. The monsters are spiders and shit early on. Um, there's really spiders nice are monsters. <laughs> there's really nice like. Um, so there's a moment where something would be too dramatic for the engine to render or something. They've gone full-blown Dungeons and Dragons style where actions are being narrated to you on the yeah. screen. It'll come up with a piece of text and you'll see like a drawing of you know, someone's in a struggle and the narration <laughs> will say, An orc has grabbed him by the throat, but you give you've got your chance. Do you want Roll to try to throw your sword? To escape. Yeah. But if you've got your stat bonuses is good enough and you might be able to throw your sword and stab the orc and kill him, releasing the guy from being captured. Mm. Side effect, it took me ages to figure out I didn't have a sword anymore after the cutscene. So I had to find a new weapon. Oh right, yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, you can you can or you can leave the guy to die. It doesn't really matter. He dies a few minutes later anyway. Spoilers, but um, you didn't name him, so it's not technically no. a spoiler. Um, but it's you named just the event. nicely little things like that come along. Where it feels like you're playing a Dungeons and Dragons thing, but it's not using the Dungeons and Dragons rule set. It's got its own rules. It's got its own stamina endurance system. Okay, um, they've put a lot of work into this for them. Like, it's really good. Like. <laughs> I'm glad I backed it. And I've got a lot of these games coming now from yeah. Kickstarter. Broken Age Act 2 coming April 28th. What are Gamergate going to moan about Tim Schafer for now? Now that he's actually releasing it. Gamergate don't like Tim Schafer? No, because he likes women. Gamergate is steadily becoming our version of... I'm not going to say the Joker, because that's <laughs> too good a villain. Yeah. They're becoming our version of... Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Yes. Batman. <laughs> yeah, they're becoming our version of the worst kind of people... That we can fight. Like, it's no point. There's no point in fighting them anymore or talking to them. Because... They're the villain of the week in Gotham. He used balloons, and that's about as good as we can. Yeah, like not even Zaz. You know, yeah, Zaz is a good. Zaz is a good yeah. villain because he, he kills uses people. guns in Gotham. I don't like that. Really? Yeah, he's been using guns. He uses a knife. It's been hinting at the bad stuff he does yet so far, but what? he's Gotham a bodyguard. So, the more I hear about Gotham, the more I hate it. It's like it's all right, it. but it's kind of no. I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah, it sounds like CSI cunts. When it's finished, I'll review it. No, but don't, um, don't waste anyone's time, man. I'm talking about yeah, Pillars of Eternity. Pillars of Eternity sounds excellent. I am very Decent. excited about buying 35 this. Thirty-five quid. I'd say. I mean, if you're not too sure what? about paying thirty-five what? quid, yeah, it's a new release, isn't it? What? That's cheap for a game these days, dude. It's a big game. 
Wait, say the price again. 35 quid. What? That's how much games are. What? You have an Xbox One. You're expected to pay 55 quid for a new release game. And how much do I pay for games? Yeah, but you keep buying off dodgy Russian imports and stuff. What? 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 I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about at this point. I I feel like... Just put it on your wish list and wait for it to go on a sale. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, Steam money isn't that expensive either. Like it's you not can get real Steam money. money for cheap, can't you? So like you can like get like Steam vouchers. Can you? Yeah, fifteen pound for twenty quid. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah, Pills of Eternity. Buy it. Your review. Um, wow, that was like that was succinct. Hmm. That was straight to the point. I feel like we usually meander around the point for a little bit longer. Stop meandering. Right. My uh, my number four is Borderlands 2. Um, if you're not aware of what Borderlands is, it is a game in which you play a character, one Just of four, to specify the handsome collection so it seems at least relevant. Holy shit, fine. All right, yeah. so I am playing 50% of the handsome collection. I have both halves available to me, but I've decided to first play Borderlands 2 because I feel synchronicity in chronology, chronology, chronology is a good thing to have in life. So I'm starting with Borderlands 2 and then I'm going to go on to the pre-sequel. Today I'm reviewing Borderlands 2 as a separate entity from the pre-sequel I will record we will record a review later on but you skip Borderlands 1 Borderlands 1 is a fantastic game in which you play one of four Vault Hunters Vault Hunters are people that look for ancient relics on a planet that involve an alien race what's the, the plot of Borderlands Pandora. 2 Borderlands the, 2 is a game where you play as one of four Vault the Hunters the plot of Borderlands 2 is you play one of four Vault Hunters who has travelled to the mystical land of Pandora you find on your arrival that handsome Jack a, a, a Lufario a, a charismatic leader of people mm. um, a member of the Hyperion Corporation is killing off Vault Hunters that it leads to Pandora with its allure of you know riches and such um, he kills them off as soon as they land on the island the reason he does so is because he, he wishes to steal the artifacts or any of the information that may have led them to that point obviously he doesn't want to ask him about it so he just kills them and takes their stuff um, you play one of the Vault Hunters that survives this situation thanks to Claptrap Claptrap one of the last surviving robots from Borderlands 1 um, as you journey on you come to confront Handsome Jack and several of his cohorts and eventually you find the vault in which you discover mystical treasures available to you in that place um, yeah it's been... just big fucking monsters in the vault yeah but there's treasures in the monsters yeah true mm. loots loots um, it's a really 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 good game if you weren't aware of this game before, then you're probably not going to be playing it now because it's really just led on the basis that it's a really fantastic game with lots of content. You get all the download contents plus six mm. characters. That's the original four plus two downloadable content characters that were included later on. Um, all in all, I've started playing it recently and it looks like a completely different game. That's a lie. It looks like a nicer looking version of the game I played before. It's 1080p, 60 frames per second. Everything is nice and sharp. The, uh, the graphics were clearly made to be played in this way. So I assume yeah, the console sort of... versions before looked like gimped yeah. versions. They're they, all right for the consoles. They but look fine, yeah. But you it's just see the it's... PC version and yeah. they're just... Yeah. But, um, but on the Xbox day. One, obviously all the old shit's added in. There's new lighting systems. There's all 1080p, nice and sharp. And it looks incredible. Running at 60 frames per second as well, you really get the nuances of all the characters that you work with. Hmm. You know, all the people that are there, they have all these like, particular movements before it just looked like you had Resident Evil characters with block hands. Yeah. Like, Jules in another room. Um, and it's really, really fun. Um, I'm getting back into it. I'm about four hours into the story. I'm level 11. I'm playing as the Mecromancer for the first mm. time. Necronancer. I did a video of the early part of the Necromancer game. Oh, yeah, yeah. On, that's years ago though. So far, it's really fun. I'm really getting into it. It's mm. more it goes on, the more I'm seeing the uh, the old bits that I hated. So there are a couple of quests I didn't like, and I have played the game for about three or four times. Yeah. So you know, there's always going to be that familiarity with it. I got like to halfway through the second 
playthrough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had a third, didn't they? Yeah. There's two yeah. and a half, which yeah. is like a harder version of half yeah. of the half of the main game. Um, I'm gonna play through it all, all the content, and then I'm gonna see how I feel about a second playthrough. Probably not all the content again, um, yeah. but I am really looking forward to playing the um, the Dungeons and Dragons parody game. Yeah, that's the thing I never got it's to. It's so good. I've played it once before and it was great. It's a nice little heartfelt. It's this mystical world. You're playing a game. It's clearly just, you know, magical. Nah, nah, nah. But when you're playing it, all the characters are in there. They're all played well. And also there's a little bit of emotion mixed in there, which is nice because it makes you feel like, oh, at least I'm not doing this for nothing. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, just the whole game. Really, really good. Um, can't say much about the pre-sequel, so that's going to be a separate review. But, but right now, yeah, 1080p, 60 frames per second. There's a... There's a bunch of cool stuff in there. One really disappointing thing is it recognises one of you shift codes, which are the golden key codes, which yeah. get you mysterious rare loot. Yeah. Um, it recognises that I've used them before, but it won't let me sync my game. <laughs> yeah. Which seems fucking absurd. But, there's got to um, be something broken with it. There's always got to be something broken with it. There was a massive patch for the new content for pre-sequel, but that's because there was a new content released last week. Yeah. And I'm guessing it was made by then and ready to ship. So that's probably why that's happened. Um, but all in all, I really recommend it. If you've got an Xbox One, it's not expensive. It's actually uh, £35, £40? Yeah. So for two full games that are very heavy on content and very high high degree of quality to them both, um, it's really worth it. Yeah. Yeah, and also, oh, shit, if you miss if you miss Goldeneye and playing games with your mates, you can actually have four-player split, split screen now. Sweet. You remember before, like, they got rid of multiplayer in almost every game. Like, you can't play Call of Duty with you two people. You used to split screen on Borderlands 2, but I think you can only do yeah. two players, couldn't you? Yeah, now it's four yeah. people. Sweet. Up to eight people online, I believe, but that may be wrong, so don't quote me on that. Don't I still think the next stage online. they need to do that is go full-blown MMO, but Monster Hunter style, so it's kind of like you go out in a squad and do uh, the mission. No. no. that be the next thing Do you do. know why that's a bad idea? No, it's not a bad idea. They should have a, they should have a game, Borderlands 3, they should have four planets... Three plants are story linked, a little bit like Destiny, but you don't have that stupid hub world and it's a whole world to explore. All right, And they've each got a vault on them and they've got a fourth world. And the fourth world is ever changing. It's basically um, an amalgam. Yeah. It's, basically just, it's basically <laughs> just um, a palette swapping world where you have different sections that pop in and out. And you can explore the whole of it. You can run all the way around the world, but it'll just be palette swap sections switched in and out. And that's your multiplayer world. Like an MMO, there'll be massive monsters that you can find. You can get involved in battles with loads of people. And there can be enemies that encompass 30% of this entire planet that you fight with hundreds of people. But you have to be a certain level to get there. And there'll be several tiers of it. So if you're like level 20, yeah, you can just jump in and level 20 people. And it'll be great. That'll be great. Because it'll be like an arena mode. Yeah. But it'll be an arena mode with options. I'm basically didn't do a deathmatch thing on it. They do. You can't just hit people and start fighting. No, I mean like a full-blown proper deathmatch mode. Do you not remember the first one? You ha- you had that area you could go down to and you could fight each other? Yeah, you can always start fights, though. No, no, not start fights. It was actually an arena for one versus one was multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah. I the first one, one, there's add-on content. You could just get like a little... It just, You know um, the first town you come to? Yeah. You go out the first town, you turn right, and as you turn right, there's that pipe section where there's all that spilt shit, and then you go left across the bridge and there's that... I don't know how I remember all this. There's all that. There's all that like old bits of fuselage and plain bits. Yeah. And there's all marauders in there. If you go through there to your, actually in the centre of it, there's a staircase. You go down the stair staircase, press X, and it'll ask you to connect to people, and you can go play against other people. Yeah. Too much hassle. They made it a separate thing. I just want it like an Unreal Tournament style. Just oh yeah, no, I know what you mean. Mental deathmatch. I think that Destiny's proven that that's not possible in an RPG environment. Screw it. Don't just let you have pre-canned characters. 
have a plot reason for you to be playing as pre-canned characters. Oh, okay, so like yeah. just have like clones be like yeah. clone, but battle. you like you know have weird weapon power ups and stuff, and maybe roll a dice to get crazy weapons and stuff. Yeah, but then what's the what's the advantage to coming and playing it four times over? Who cares? I want crazy weapons. And I want to blow people up yeah. with lightning guns. That's and, true. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I'm giving the pre sequel a solid ten out of ten. Tom Atkins, it's free in a row. Oh, just throwing them out there. I know, like alcohol is devaluing it, inhibited. Devaluing like, the Tom Atkins. Oh, I might go start a midget orgy. Yes, I'm rubbing my knees. You can go and watch Tiptoes. Oh yeah! No, I'm not going to do Bridget, that. The midget getting fucked by a dude in it. Is it? Yeah, Bridget Powers with some dude banging her. He likes midgets, and that's his that's his entire thing. Wait, you said a dude just fucking another dude. Yeah, some famous some guy in it. Some dude, no Bridget the midget. Oh, Bridget Powers. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. You should watch Tiptoes. I've watched it. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, it's painful. It is pretty painful. Yeah. You know what the weirdest thing is? Like, someone someone online on Amazon has reviewed it and they're like, I can't believe it's not really a midget. There's the character that's played by Gary Oldman. And I was like, it's clearly not a midget. He's on his knees. I like the bit where he's on the chair and he's got like the um, <laughs> the stockings that are quite clearly filled with socks with trousers on him. Yeah. Or um, there's that brilliant bit where he walks in on Bridget getting banged. And the door behind him swings shut, but it hits his legs that are bent that are on the floor. <laughs> so you see him like it just sort of comes by, and you can tell you have that telltale to hit his feet. Like it goes, doesn't shut, and it just bounces back. I like the uh, I like the fact that there's no side-on shots of Gary Oldman. Yeah, there's a couple of shots where you see him walking, and they've like either got a body double or they try to digitally remove his legs, yeah. and you see a wobble around where his legs. <laughs> <laughs> Awful terrible, film. Terrible. Film. Right. My last review. Is this the last review? Yes, yeah, your last review. My last review will be Life is Strange, episode two. Oh, how's that going? Which um, is really good. Still that's, haven't played it. That's turning into one of the best little adventure games I've played in a long is time. Is it the one with the killer? No. Which it's about a girl who can time travel. Oh, uh, yeah. wait. This is the one with the killer. There's no killer. Uh, there's a girl gone missing. Did I just spoil it for you? No, there's no killer. There's a killer. There's no killer. There is a killer. You're in episode two. There's no killer. There is a killer. Someone's gone missing. <laughs> Someone's murdered. No one's no one knows that yet. Rachel Amber went missing. <laughs> She's murdered. No, it's probably a Laura Palmer thing. I mean, it's got a lot of Twin Peaks references. <laughs> you think Bob the Bob the Demon's going to be inside of someone? <laughs> probably. I mean, I went to a blooming um, what was it? There's a Twin Peaks reference on the restaurant on a window in a mirror. At one point, um, it's really good. I have been playing through it on the channel, but I went to record the fourth part last night, and the video oh, didn't work. Didn't. And I played through the whole thing without realizing it, Shit. and then the game crashed on the end credits, so I didn't see the preview for the next episode. Oh. So I've got to play through the whole thing again up to that point, and then I'll re-record the video and post it. Oh. Um, it's a really good video as well. It's fan service. Yeah, it's really annoying though because there's like a big dramatic thing that comes at the end, really big dramatic moment, and I had to make a decision. And I had no idea what to choose, and I lucked out big time. And I Is chose it the, the right sandworms thing. from Beetlejuice. No, there's no sandworms from Beetlejuice in it. There's probably a Beetlejuice reference at some point. I'm not really interested in it, I'm afraid. But um It's my yeah. fetish this week. <laughs> it's a nicely made game. It's got one section which um I've noticed people seem to be struggling with. You have to find five bottles so you can shoot in a range. Okay. It's like because she wants to get Trade Max to she, she's trying to get Max to rewind time and tell her which way to aim to make sure she always hits each bottle and takes them all out. There's a whole bunch of things that happens, like because she keeps missing, so she's like aim a little to the right and then yeah. like that, rewind time. Um, but there, people have posted loads of videos showing you where the bottle locations are, and it took me like 12 minutes to find them all in the video. It was quite frustrating. Eventually, the last one was like hidden away in a little tiny alcove. Literally, you could just walk past it a million times and you wouldn't is spot that, it there. Is that the adventure game rules? Yeah, in then, like Day of the Tentacle. Um, I keep finding exposition chairs. 
which is a chair, <laughs> chairs you sit down on, and then your character just talks about stuff that's happened for a while Aww. until you press B to get up off the chair. She's just having a chat with you. Yeah, but to um, know you. it's been really nicely made. It's got an interesting story, like um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, a unique set of characters, very yeah. different. Um, just lots of girls doing their thing, having their own adventures. Lesbians. Probably there will be. What? I mean, Chloe is definitely into that. She's voiced by Ashley Birch. It was Tiny Tina in Borderlands. Oh, yeah. tired. Yeah, I like but, it. Um, yeah, it was Tiny Tina's Gra- Dragon Keep was yeah. the software I was talking about. Before. She's not quite as crazy in this. A little bit crazy. A little bit mad. But um, I mean, I saw a video at the weekend by uh, Chris Franklin, the guy who does Errant Signal, and he was saying about how some of the bad guys in it seem to be very two dimensional. One of them has started to show a little bit of depth in the second episode, so it's getting. I think they're not. I don't think they're stupid enough to paint them all as simple two dimensional characters. I think they're going to flesh them out. And they want you to start off hating these guys and then see where it goes. As it moves along, I already do. Yeah. I've decided, <laughs> but um, it's a nice game. Like reversing mechanics, it's dramatic. It's got like its peaks and all this sort of stuff. Ebb and flow. Um, it's got a high school thing going on. Lots of bitchiness going on that you can manipulate and mess around with. You can find out something and then rewind time and tell that person what's going on. To screw <laughs> them over. They called you a fucking cream puff. There's a weird subplot happening. Yeah, it's happened in both episodes so far, and I think it's going to carry on. Where there's this goth girl who keeps getting hit by a projectile. Like in the first one, someone throws a football and it smacks her on the back of the head, and you oh, tell her to I move. See. In the second episode, someone throws a toilet roll out of the toilet door and it smacks her on the head, and you you tell her to move. You rewind time and tell her to move. Mm. I want to know where this subplot's going. This is, <laughs> this is important. You think someone's going to throw like a lawn dart yeah. at her? Like, move! I, I want to see if eventually she moves on her own. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see if she learns yeah, without she learns. knowing. Yeah, and then I can sit there and just be like, that's good. Just smile. Maybe play some music again. Dun, 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 dun. But, um, and I also want to know what happens to the plant that you water in your room. Oh, right. So you, you want to see if that becomes like... Sentient. No. Um, but, so, but yeah, it's interesting. Um, I would like... Some little things I would like to see change. Apparently it's too late to fix this, but lip syncing is terrible in the game. The I've heard that. Yeah, it's awful. I've heard it's terrible. It's so bad. Um, and I'd like it if they came with another screensaver for all the computers in the school. Is it just Every, one? Everyone's computer, even their personal computers, has the same Windows 95 looking swirly picture thing going on. Look, I don't know what your screensaver is, but mine is just I a I don't have a screensaver. Does, do people still have screensavers? It's just an 8-bit dick pic. 8-bit dick pic. 8-bit dick pic. I can give you an amazing dick pic. Dick pic. I'll give you that one with um, Rhett Butler sagging his balls on... Oh no, mine's from, mine's from the, uh, the Manic Mansion. Nez version. Maniac Mansion. Maniac Mansion. Yeah. yeah. Just dick dick. That's lovely. I don't think there was dicks in that, it's was it? blue. Oh, sexy. So I assume it's from the Franken-Doctor person. Yeah. Well, anyway, Life is Strange Episode 2. It's You can't buy it individually, as far as I can tell, on a PC. <laughs> it's one of those ones where you have to buy the season thing, but it's only 12 99 on PC to buy the... Is that for every episode? 1, for, 2, 3, and 4? For um, 2 to 5. Oh, you can buy, like, 1 to 5 for fifteen ninety nine, or two to or buy Episode 1 its own to try it out, and then 2 to 5 separately. Which is good. It's better than the Walking Dead ones do, which make you buy the entire lot and commit to the you know all the Telltale Games ones. They make you commit. It's the idea that the first one's only three ninety nine. You can try it out, and if you don't like it, you've only spent three ninety nine. They give it away for free a lot. Yeah, yeah, they, they do that. I've made friends give away the second first part of season two of Walking Dead on Xbox. I'll Live. tell you what, I was so willing to give. I've I've paid for season one about three or four times, <laughs> and, and it's because I love that game. I've played, played season two. I've played it through like a few times, and <laughs> season two is just. I paid for it instantly. I was like, oh, I'm going to get straight on this Xbox 360. Done. Paid. Paid for it all. Hmm. I played it and I was just like, oh, that was not worth the money. Is it not, not as good? It's nowhere near as good. Oh. Do you know, like, the first the first end of season one? Like, yeah, it's like, brilliant. I almost cried. 
Suddenly, like, like that whole spoilers, but when Lee's handcuffed to the thing and you're telling um, Clementine what to do, and it turns into you're giving the actions, like he's he's playing Clementine now. He's pointing and clicking. (laughs) Um, It's like horrible memories playing the game. You should play Life is Strange. Think of it as a more polished version of the Walking Telltale games. It's not that because it doesn't have zombies. Uh, it might do eventually. No, maybe. I mean, there's been some weird stuff happening. We'll wait. We'll wait for the spoiler cast, yeah. and then we'll find out. Um, but yeah, that's but a yeah. decent game. Download Good. it. Give it a try. Episodic gameplay. A quick question before we go out, because people are wondering about our opinions of episodic gameplay. Yeah, I, all the fan mail. Just, just all this fan mail. <laughs> the fact that's junk food packets is worse than if it was just Don't playing. We're in the magic. <laughs> I was doing being a foley artist. Anyway, yeah, we both are foley artists. I mean, between us, we're we're supplying breathing noises. I'm an actual foley artist. Veins, which. Anyway, um, yeah. Now, what is your? How do you feel about episodic gameplay? Because I mean, recently there have been bigger games that are episodic. I mean, you've got Telltale, you've got Game of Thrones, you've got Borderlands. Not Borderlands, obviously the main game, but the the, the Telltale version. But then also yeah. you've got Capcom trying it with Resident Evil Revelations too. But didn't too. they release that every week, didn't they? Yeah. That yeah, was, which that is was blatantly the game's pre-made. done. Yeah, right. they just released it in sections. But, I mean, what do you feel about that? Is that something that you... It depends on how the game's structured. Do you think it's better for adventure games than it is for proper games? Yeah. Because Walking you... Dead structures everything as like, and all those ones, a, they structure each episode as an individual thing. Or like a copy. copy yeah, it feels copy. like each one's got its own beginning, middle and end. Yeah. It's not like... Um, like a lot of them, I mean, everything should. I mean, if you're structuring scenes properly, every few scenes should feel like a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. But um, each one feels like an episode of a TV show. Like Alan Wake did it quite well, even though it wasn't episodic. Each part of it felt like its own little story. I really like Alan Wake. Yeah. How good was the content of the the mini episode? I didn't get that far. I didn't play those bits. I need to. Play, I haven't finished the game. I, need I to play have it. completed the game several yeah. times. I need to finish I've got it. it on, did I give you a copy on Humble Bundle? No, no. I've got I've got it on PC. Already. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Just never finished it. But um, I think it could work really well. I'd like to see a Max Payne game done like that. Just like little yeah. shoot 'em up adventures. Just... No, 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 no. It begins off first half hour as an adventure game, <laughs> and then the last hour and a half is you kick down the door to the drug den you've tracked down. <laughs> you're just jumping for it slow motion. But you could do like um, games that are traditionally the sort of ones you don't play for more than a few hours at a time, and do like little succinct yeah, stories. Games that are difficult that you know they yeah. they're great. Something really cool like that. I wonder if a fighting game could work with it. No, like small tournament that. stages and Have stuff. You not, did you not remember the the uh, Killer Instinct game? Killer Instinct, that's all yeah, right. But I mean, like, I mean, like every month they release a small chapter, and you play through as one of the characters, and like oh, have well, your so own you, little tournament, and then you the initially pay something like ten quid, and then yeah. you get like all the fighters and all the versus stages. Hmm. But to play the story mode is episodic, and it's like say two quid per chapter. Yeah. Like if Mortal, like if the Mortal Kombat stories were split yeah. up into parts, but each one had its own little yeah. thing. I don't think you should be. I don't think you should be hindered if you don't stuff. want the story mode. Yeah, I think that if you don't want the, story I think mode, games need to start doing that. Start selling multiplayer separately. Yeah, because if you not forty quid each though. Yeah. No, like twenty quid, and you can have the if multiplayer. Battlefield Hardline's multiplayer was like twenty twenty five quid. I would have brought it. Yeah, like, and, and then for ten pound you can get the you can get the story yeah. as well if you want it. I bought Titanfall the other week, fifteen quid. How good is that game? Yeah, it's enjoyable. So it's good, and all the download content's free now. I know. Yeah, <clears throat> and there's that one stage that looks a hell of a lot like the one from Star Wars Battlefront where you're um, on Kashyyyk with the trees and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, but it's blatantly an Attack on Titan reference. <laughs> um, not so much because the no. temple's underneath. Yeah, but it's all like yeah, but it was like Attack on Titan with the trees, and you're going around yeah, 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 attacking yeah. monsters I, and stuff, jumping up the leaves. But, yeah, yeah, but I want Attack on Titan game. You want an Attack on Titan game? There's one on the 3DS. No, a good game. Oh, 
Anyway. Oh, yeah. Now you're asking for That shit. was Cripple Apocalypse. Episode 13. Cripple Apocalypse 13. I think we did well. Yeah, we did alright, yeah. I think we did well. Well, maybe we'll get raised up from a dope to an ill by Dan after maybe. he reviewed us last week. He said, Name episode, dropping Dan. He, yeah, Dan. Eye of the Bug. He does the music for the Mellow Gaming videos. Whenever you see the music appear on there, he does the music for them. Oh, cool. Um, Eye of the Bug on SoundCloud or Bandcamp or whatever it is. Everyone that does listen to this, if you're on YouTube or anything like that, please do hit us up with a comment. Just let us know what you think is good, what's bad. We're not asking yeah. for your input because we're going to pay you for Tell it. Tell us how you've been. Also, What's your holiday like? Also, if someone comes back to us, we've now got three DVDs in the rolling DVD competition prize draw. Have we? We yes. did mention that last week. Manborg. All right. Tiptoes. Because <laughs> you want it out of the house. <laughs> and I want to get rid of the fucking thing. Hmm. And also, we have on, on Blu-ray, yeah. to go with this, a film called Battlegrounds. That's now three films up for grabs. If one mm. of our listeners comes back to us with some, uh, with some comments and some likes and some... Whatever else we have to buy using DVDs or Blu-rays, please just give us a shout on YouTube and we'll come back to you and let you know if you've won. Okay? Just to test see if anyone gets this far in the... Yeah. 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 Not just that. Like Also, like I don't know, throw in, throw in a little bit of I liked this segment or I liked it when he said about eating kids. You yeah. know, just anything like that. Just you know, give, us, give us a little shout back. Yeah. But, um, and That's anything, your responsibility. Is there anything you're up to over the next week that you're, you're going to talk about? I'm going to watch WrestleMania tomorrow. Are you going to get WWE 2K15? That came out ages ago. Are you going to get No, because I don't have an Xbox One or a PS4. If you can't on PC, I'll buy it. But Xbox 360? Fuck that. that. The Xbox 360 version is last year's game with uh, reskin. It's literally, you know the whole thing when EA do with FIFA oh, games yeah. when they get bored and they just change the logo? Anything not to do with games and stuff? No. Oh. I'm seeing Dylan Moran on Thursday. You cunt. And I'm going to play Bloodborne with my friend on Sunday. Jerk. And I'm going to get Dark Souls 2. It arrives on uh, God, on the 2nd. Let's see if in two weeks I've done anything. Yeah? I'm going to be reviewing my shits. That's the- I've got five days off in like a in like a week. <sighs> like Because the bank holiday is coming up to Easter. I just had a week and a half. Yeah, but like I, I don't need to take a week and a half because I get five days. Mm. I just took one day off and I got five days off. That's not fair. I know, right? You need to work in an office. I don't want to work in an office. <laughs> office guy, like I'm, I'm right now. I'm, I'm pissing in the wind. Like I'm <clears> drinking, <throat> drinking rum, having a chat on the podcast. I love people. I want to hear from them. I want to hear people talk back to us. Can we have a phone? <laughs> Can we get Skype? I'm not using Skype. Can we cut this? Can we cut this section into its own video where I just desperately beg for affection from strangers? That's what this episode is going to be called. What? Matt, Matt begs for affection. Begs for affection. Okay. Of strangers. Episode hey now. thirteen. Hey. Say, say goodbye. Hey, no, it's not goodbye yet. See you next time. <laughs> I'm, I'm lowering into the lava with my thumb up. <laughs> oh. This was good. Do you know there's only one way to end this? How? The blood debt's ending. <laughs> if only fake gunshot noises yeah. first watch the YouTube version it'll be added at the end yeah bye yeah <laughs>